guys excited to be here today? You excited? Me too. I am excited to preach the Word of God. And it's so such an honour to be here. It always is to be able to share the Word, um, especially to our church family. And I just want to thank Pastor Mark and Michelle. They're obviously away ministering in Wyala, but uh, for entrusting me to be here, I just want to thank and honour them as well. But I, um, who knows what series we're in right now? That's it. It's all about honour. And so uh, I've got a word continuing in that. And so I'm just going to get pretty much straight into it. So thanks so much, band. Thanks, Josh. So you see, he's got a microphone in there. He can speak to people now. Maybe one day we'll do a prank on him and we'll turn it in front of house and then we'll hear him worshipping. Everyone would love that, (laughs) except for Josh. Anyway, so let's get straight into the Word today. Uh, It's My key verse for today is found in Matthew 22, verse 36. And it's when the Pharisees, they're meeting together and one of them says, okay, I wanna ask this teacher, I wanna ask Jesus a question. And so they ask Jesus, which is the most important commandment in all the law of Moses? And Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your strength, with all your heart, soul, and mind. This is the first greatest commandment. And then he goes on to say, the second is equally important, love your neighbour as yourself. But I wanna focus on that first commandment. It's, a, it's one of the most well-known scriptures. It's the greatest commandment, loving the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, strength, soul, being, all these different translations say different words, but how do we love our God with everything? And the reason this verse kind of stood out to me was in this series of honour. I believe honour is shown in how we love God, in the weight and the how we value the God that we serve. And when I was thinking about this, I felt God just drop in this picture of a VIP. Have you ever heard of VIPs before? Yes, what do they stand for? Very important person, great job. Uh, Then we've got VIPs and you know, at different events, um, we can have VIPs and they get the best seats in the house and we we honour them and we give them the best food. We um, give them special access into different things and it might be at a concert, it might be at a, political thing, it might be at a whatever, we have VIPs. And I think just like in the natural, we can have VIPs. I think also in our hearts, we can have VIPs. In our lives, we can have different VIPs, people or things in our life that we put great value in. Like our life is the event and we have VIPs that get special access into our lives, that get special treatment that we honour and we put value in. And I feel that today is the day of giving God VIP access, where we put Him as the VIP of our life, the most important thing where we love Him with all our mind, all our soul, all our being. He becomes the VIP. And then with that, we give Him full VIP special access. So the message of, the title of my message today is VIP access. Can you turn to someone today and say, it's time to give God VIP access. (laughs) Why don't we pray together right now? Lord God, we thank you so much that you're here. 
God, we thank You that You wanna speak to us and You wanna make this Word come alive in our hearts. And God, we come open, we come hungry, we come sensitive to what You wanna do. God, we open our heart, we open our eyes, we open our ears and Lord God, we say, speak to us, challenge us, encourage us today with Your Word. In Jesus' Name, we all say, Amen. In life, we can have different types of VIPs. And uh, I mentioned a couple, but maybe it's um, a relationship, but that can be the most important thing. It could be our finances. That could be the very important thing. It could be our job, the very important thing. It could be, um, what else? Shout one out of me. I just forgot. No, we can have so many different VIPs in our life. And that's why I love this verse because it's saying, The Lord, our God, He can be our VIP. He can be the greatest person in our life. And sometimes we can forget that and and we can put ourselves as the VIP. We can live with ourselves being the leader and um, in control of our lives. And I think of Adam and Eve. They tried this out for a bit. They tried this out and Eve chose to eat the apple, the one forbidden apple. She chose to eat that and it ended up in sin and it ended up in shame and pain. I think of Joseph. He tried being the VIP where he, there was this dream and he knew who was gonna be. And, and so he, he told his brothers out of excitement and out of maybe what he thought he's gonna be and, and all of this out of this hope but it ended up being sold into slavery. And God used that, of course, but it ended up in in jealousy and pain. Peter as well, he, he chose to put himself as the VIP when someone asked him, do you know Jesus? Do you know this man who's being whipped and who's being beaten? And in that moment, he had a choice. And am I gonna put God as the VIP and pursue him and choose him? Or am I gonna put myself as the VIP? And sadly, as we know, he chose himself and he denied Jesus three times. In Psalms 73 verse 26, it says, my flesh and my heart may fail. We may fail as the VIPs. We may fail as the leader of our life. But, can you say but? God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Even when we fail, even when we try and be the VIP, when we try and be the greatest, even when we try and live how we think, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God can be our VIP who leads us, who strengthens us, who empowers us, who gives us hope in the dry times, who gives us strength in the hard times. God can be our VIP and the weight can be lifted and the burden that we held can be lifted because God, He wants to hold us up. God wants to be the VIP of our life. So what does it mean to give God this access? Because something about a VIP is they normally get special access into things. And today I wanna talk about that, giving God full, complete access to my life, to my heart, to my time, to all that I am. And another key verse that this whole scripture come out of is Romans 6 verse 13. If you've got your Bibles, you can turn there. Romans 6 13, here it is. Do not let 
any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, can you read the yellow with me? Give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Giving God access is giving ourselves completely to Him. The one who created us, the one who knows us, the one who loves us. As it says, it says you have been given new life. So use your whole body as a sacrifice to glorify Him, to do good works. And so we've been saved. Jesus came, He died for us, He saved us, He's forgiven us, He's redeemed us. But then I love that it says, so because of that, from that place of salvation, from that place of freedom, from that place of being forgiven, let's use everything we are. Let's give God complete access into our work life. Let's give God complete access into our thought life, into our heart, into our emotions, into our friendships, into our family. Let's give God complete full access into it all so that we can glorify Him, so that we can see others saved, so that we can live in the fullness that Jesus came to give us. Jesus came to give us full life and it comes as we give God access, access to it all when we give ourselves completely to Him, completely to our God who loves us. Because He wants to do more through you. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, there is more that God, that He is able to do through His strength, through His power. There is more that God wants to do through us all. So it's time to give God access. So what happens when we give God VIP access, when we give ourselves completely to God? I believe there are two powerful things which can happen when we give God VIP access. And I wanna talk about those two today. The first one, if you're taking notes, what happens when we give God VIP access? Our hurt becomes healed. Hurt becomes healed. 2 Corinthians 12 verse eight says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest in me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, hardships, persecutions, difficulties. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. I don't know about you, but I feel like we don't have it as much anymore. But when my brothers lived with us, <laughs> Josh is nervous. When our brothers lived with us, we um, had a couple rooms that, um, I won't say who, were maybe not the cleanest of rooms. Uh, a couple rooms which they would get a little messy and then three levels past that messy. Sometimes, you know, you know, teenage boys' rooms. Uh, but I think sometimes we can all, does anyone else have that one room in their house which is like a bit off limits? Like when there's guests coming over, like make sure that door's shut. Nobody can go in there. And you're taking people on the tour. It's like, ah, oh, this is the, yes, this is the living room. This is the bathroom. Oh, nope, don't go in there. <laughs> Let's move on. We can all sometimes have that room or maybe it's a cupboard. It's the junk cupboard where you chuck everything in. But just like in a house, we can have that room where we chuck the junk in, lock it away, no one can see that. We can also sometimes have that in our heart. We can be great in this area. We can be great in this area. 
but there's this one area of our heart. I'm just, just going to shut the door on that one and, uh, lock, and put the key away somewhere. We can hide different parts of ourselves and even from ourselves, we, we cannot acknowledge it, not recognise it. Maybe we don't let God into those areas too. Maybe it's a certain doubt we have about God. Maybe it's pain from an experience, pain from something that has happened in our life. Maybe it's a question, an insecurity we have about ourselves. Maybe it's something that someone spoke over you, a word that someone said, someone said something about you and it's this thing that we just tuck away and we keep pushing it down and we lock it away and we don't want anyone to to know about it. We don't want God to have access to it because we don't want to admit that it's there. We want to lock it away. But can I tell you that your loving Father wants to bring healing to that hurt? Your your loving Father wants you to give access into that area of your life so that He can bring wholeness, so that He can bring hope, so that He can restore you and bring freedom and your hurt can become healed. That's the love of our Father. He wants to heal our hurt. As we surrender it, as we give it to Him, there is so much power in that because we're letting the God who raised Christ from the dead. We're letting the God who has healed people, we're letting the God who has saved us, we're letting Him in to those deepest, darkest plots so that He can bring healing, so that He can not just bring a nice, um, a nice feeling, but complete healing and restoration and freedom from what was once hurt. It's not about what it is. It's not about how bad it is. It's about who we're giving it to. It's about who we're giving access to that area of our life. It's about who we're bringing it to. Because this is the God that Moses just had a staff. But when God was with it, that staff became a snake and it ate the other snake. A boy, he brought two loaves of bread and some fish. In his hands, it's just bread and fish. But as he brought it to God, that a miracle took place and it fed thousands of people. As we bring what we have, whatever it is, how painful and hurtful it might be to bring it out, to acknowledge it, as we give it to God and put it in His hands, He wants to bring healing, He wants to bring wholeness, and He wants to bring the streams of living water into those dry areas. He wants to bring streams of living water into those hurting, dry areas. David, he says in Psalms 30 verse two, Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. All we gotta do is give him access. Psalms 30 verse five, he says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He says in verse 11, you've turned for me my mourning into dancing. You've put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. That's the God who wants access into those areas. It's not some condemning, some um, some angry, but he just wants to bring healing. He wants to bring restoration to those hurting areas. 
Let's give God access to every area of our heart, the thoughts, the doubts, the lies, the insecurities, the feelings, the emotions. Let's give God all of that and see healing come from hurt. It may be discouragement. Something didn't come to pass. Something we're still waiting for. And disappointment can come in. Discouragement can come in. But I believe God, even in the midst of waiting, even in the midst of the situation staying the same, He wants to bring her healing into that hurt. And as I was praying over this word, I kept getting this picture of, I believe it's called an excavator. Tell me if I'm wrong. The, the things that come out and they dig up the dirt for the, the house to be built upon it, to get the land right. Now, I'm definitely not a tradie. Definitely don't know anything about the mechanics of it all. Um, but from a quick Google, I found out that um, this, this extract, is that what it's called? Excavator, that's it. Excavator, so you're already mixing it up. Um, it removes the waste. It removes the excess dirt so that a new thing can be built upon it, so that it can create a firm foundation, so that the right thing can be built upon it. And I feel like today God wants to be that excavator and remove some of the dirt, remove some of the old, remove the lies, the doubts, the discouragement so that He can bring His, His firm foundation upon it, so that He can build upon it, so that He can do more, so that He can use us more, so that healing can come. And the only way to experience healing is giving God access. It's giving God access. And for some people, it might be a one moment healing. It's amazing. I love when God does that. I remember being 10 or 11 and I came down the front because I was having nightmares. And I came down and God healed me in a moment and I never had that nightmare since. But then some other times God heals in a different way where it's this gradual, it's this process of healing and an encounter can take place and it's so powerful and it's amazing. But then He wants us to partner with Him and step in faithfulness with that area. In Romans 12 verse two, it says, by the renewing of your mind, you will be transformed. And I believe encounters are gonna take place today. God's gonna start the miracle healing, but then we're gonna walk in faithfulness with that because I believe giving God access is two things. One, it's surrendering. One, it's surrendering because it's an act of trust. It's a step of trust. God, I give you this area. God, I give you this pain. God, I give you this word that's been spoken over me. We surrender it. But then the second part is we partner. It's a step of surrender and partner. And that is a step of faith. It's a step of trust and faith. As we walk out in that. As that thought comes, we take it captive and we give it to God. As that thought comes, we speak truth over it. As that situation stays the same, we praise our God because we surrender it to Him. We have encounters here, but then we also continue to walk in faithfulness, walk in wisdom and see God continue to bring healing in that area. Believe encounters are going to take place. Miracles are gonna take place today. Healing is gonna be restored. But tomorrow, God is still with you. God wants to continue that healing process. God wants to continue to bring joy, continue to bring freedom. It's not just one moment, but it's a continual thing. God is gonna work in our lives. God's gonna bring healing out of our hurt. 
And the second thing, the second thing that I believe giving God VIP access can do, number one, our hurt becomes healed. And number two, this one excites me a bit, the mundane becomes ministry. When we give God VIP access to all we are, what used to be just mundane can become ministry. I wanna read out this verse. It's Romans 12, verse one to two in the message translation. And I read it. I also read it at youth on Friday. And this just stood out to me. It's such a great scripture. So it's, here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognise what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Whoa, (laughs) what a scripture. Our everyday, ordinary life, our mundane life, when we give God access into that, He can turn that into ministry. He can turn that shopping trip at Woolies into ministry where we encourage the checkout chick. He can turn that that time where we're just about to go to sleep and and chuck on a movie, that mundane time when we give God access to that and He says, hey, just, just open your word. I just wanna speak to you. When we turn that and we give God access into that, He can turn that time into ministry because He wants to minister to you but He also wants to minister through you. And I believe that happens as we give God access. As we give God access to the mundane, the every area, time, day of our life. As we give God access, what used to be just mundane, God can use for ministry. Romans 6 verse 13, that same verse I read before, it says, give yourselves completely to God for you were dead but now have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Who here plays an instrument? Got any, any instrument players? Amazing. I'm taking note and I may ask you, no. Um, <laughs> see you up next week, worship leading. Uh, we, I love playing the piano. I play the instrument. I play this instrument. You know what? Why not? Let's have a bit of a bit of a piano time. It's probably muted. Hey Angel, can we please have the piano on? Oh no, it's just my fault. There we go. Anyway, I'm not doing this to show off. It's for an illustration, I promise. I play the piano and if you don't know, the piano has something called keys on them. Wow, getting a little piano lesson. Um, and these all are obviously different notes, different notes of keys. But if I just play this one note, that's a C. Everyone sing along with me. Wow, good job. (laughs) And we can play that one note and it's great. It's a good note. But when I add that C with an E, there's two notes there. And then when I add the G, there's a chord. And then I can add a C if I can. No, struggled. (laughs) I can't do that one. But there's the beauty of Music is it's not just one note, 
Like, could you imagine a song with just one note? La, 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 la. Oh, Jesus, he's here. What a great worship song. Oh, is someone recording right now? We'll release that. But when there's one note with another note, and with another note, something beautiful takes place, this melody, this chord, when there's different octaves, it creates a beautiful sound. And sometimes we can give God access to one area of our life, this la, but when we give Him the access to the next note, He can create ministry out of that because sometimes we can give God access to a Sunday. Yes, this is God's day, I give you my Sunday, but then it comes to Wednesday and we're like, oh, this is just my, this is my day to relax. This is my day to just do my thing. But God wants access to not only our Sunday, but to our Monday, our Tuesday, and every day He wants to bring ministry through us. Maybe we love giving God our time. I love serving God. I love praising God. But when it comes to my finances, I'm just just gonna wait until I get to a certain point and then I'll be good to, to give to God. We can give God one area, but struggle with another. I think all of us, including myself, have different areas that we struggle to give God access to. We struggle to release and surrender to God. But God wants access to every area so that ministry can happen to you and ministry can happen through you. He wants to turn what used to be mundane into ministry. Every day, every area. God has placed you in areas and spaces that I could never get into. People around you that we could never minister to. God has placed gifts inside of you that I could never have. Let's surrender it all and give God VIP full access into every area of our life. Thanks, Janessa, you can... Come up and add those little spirit keys. Better than what I just did, please. (laughs) Colossians 3 verse 23 says, whatever you do, whatever we do, could be a parent, could be a student, boss, friend, partner, whatever we do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ we are serving. Whatever we do, we can do it for God. As I'm doing the dishes, I can do it for God. As I'm at the shops, how I talk to to the person serving me, I can do that for God. I can honour God with that. As I get the wrong order at Macca's for the fourth time, how I treat that person, I can do that in a way that honours God. How I am as a student with my studies, how I am as a worker, how I treat my boss, how I speak about my parents, how the attitude I bring and where I go, everything I do, I can do it for God. I can do it as worship to Him. I can do it in a way that honours Him and what used to be mundane can now be ministry. Can now be ministry. I used to work at Macca's here. That's why I said that little, that Macca's thing there, because I was that girl. <laughs> I used to work at Macca's and almost every shift, and I don't say this to boast, but to show you what God did through me. 
almost every shift, I would have either my manager, a coworker, or a customer saying, how are you so happy all the time? How are you nice to that rude customer? How are you, how are you so happy or nice? At Colette and Boost, I used to be a Boostie, work at Boost. Before I would go to those shifts, which I could have seen as just a normal shift, another day to get through. And some days I did see it as that, and that's exactly what it would be. But some days I would go in, I'm like, God, use me today. God, I pray that your, your joy just comes out of me. God, I pray that your love just shines out of me and I can show the love of God. I can show the power of God to these people. God, I pray that my kindness preaches to these people. God, I pray that I can pray for healing today. God, I pray for opportunities for me to minister to customers, to my manager, to my coworkers. God, use this shift. God, use this workplace to minister to people. I remember receiving words for people and was able to share it with my co-workers and customers. And they were like, how did you know that? And they would be so encouraged. They were like, you're exactly what I needed. I remember one person said, are you an angel from heaven? <laughs> we can use what is just sometimes seen as so ordinary, so mundane, and God wants to just shine through us. God wants to use us to be instruments, to be vessels, to minister to people, to bring and reveal the power of God, to bring and reveal the kingdom of God, the supernatural power of our Father. The mundane can become ministry when we give Him full access, not just one area, but the next area, in our finances, in our relationship, in our friendships, in our time, in our private time, in our public life, in our social media, in the, the, the hard discussions, in the decisions we have to make. Oh, whatever we do, we can do it for the Lord. Whatever we do. He wants to turn our mundane into ministry. And the band can come up too, thank you. All we gotta do is give God access. When I said before, I'm just gonna say it again, it's those two things, surrender and partner. Surrender and partner. And today we're gonna surrender. Today, we're gonna surrender it all to God, all those areas, all the pain, all the hurt. But then tomorrow, we're gonna partner with God. We're gonna step out even when it's scary. We're gonna step out even when it's uncomfortable, even when it isn't easy, even when we don't know how we're gonna look or how we're gonna sound. We're gonna step out and partner with our God because He wants co-labourers. He wants to shine through you. He wants an instrument, a vessel to minister through. Let's be people who don't shut off God, who don't put God in a box, who don't limit Him to what we want, to how comfortable I wanna be, but we step out of our comfort zone and we say, God, you know what? You even have access into this friendship. You have access into this conversation. God, what do you want me to say? God, what do you want me to do? God, how can you minister through me? I don't wanna miss out on the ministry or the healing that God wants to do by blocking Him out. That room, that junk room that we've hidden for so long, today it's time to open it up and give God access. The different areas of our life, it's time to give God access. Proverbs 3, 
verse five to six says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. All areas of our life, all areas of our heart, we can let Him in. We can acknowledge Him. We can honour Him and He shall direct your paths. He'll direct, He'll strengthen, He'll lead us. We just need to give Him access. Why don't we stand together today? I believe today there's those two areas that God's gonna move in. Maybe it's your heart. Maybe it's an area of your life that we haven't given God access to. But right now we're gonna sing, make room. And we wanna make room for Him, for Him to do what only He can do. And I believe that hope is gonna be restored for those that have maybe disappointment or discouragement. I even, I kept feeling the word debt, debt. Like, I don't know if it's literally financial debt or if it's maybe emotional debt and you feel like you've, you've lost things, but God wants to bring hope today. He wants to bring healing into those areas. So let's sing this out to God right now. We make room for you to do whatever you wanna do. It's just you and God. Let's give Him access. Let's not wait until tomorrow. Let's do it right now in this space. Let's open our hearts. We make room. We make room. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want.
God. We open up our hearts to You, God, for You to do what You wanna do. Believe You're not finished right now. You just want us to open up our hearts for You to do what only You can do, God. So we posture ourselves, we come hungry, we come open. Why don't we all just focus on one area of our life, one thing that maybe we wanna give God access to and we're gonna sing this out. And it's gonna be a declaration that tomorrow we're gonna open up our hearts to Him, that tomorrow we're gonna give Him access, that from today that God has access, full access into every area of our life.
let's let that word be an encouragement to us all. God can do miracles through you. Awesome, well, that is all our service today. I pray you have an incredible day, an amazing week. Excited to hear the testimonies of your ministry. Um, But feel free to keep coming down the the front if you'd like prayer. We'll definitely pray for you. Um, But otherwise, we'll see you next week for church. Thanks, everyone.